Welcome to Power Fueled Living, Spirit, Soul, and Body. Through Christ, we can thrive in every area of our lives. Welcome to Power Fuel Living. I'm your host, Lisa Hooks, and today we're asking, what is a prosperous soul? Today I have with me Pastor Julianne Jones. Welcome. Pleasure so glad to have you here. And Pastor Angela Walker, always good to have you with Always me. good to be here. Okay, guys. So today we are talking about a prosperous soul. This is something that the Apostle Paul prayed for us. And it's something that is very important to the body of Christ because as believers, not only is our spirit transformed, but we have the opportunity to prosper our souls through Christ Jesus. Yes. So Pastor Angela, let's start with you. When you think about a prosperous soul, what comes to your mind? What comes to my mind, first of all, as I read the scripture in 3 John, the first chapter when John was talking to the church, he was praising one by the name of Gaius. I think that was his name. He was praising him for his standard of holiness, his standard of righteousness. And he was looking at how he had prospered so spiritually, he wanted everything else to match that. He wanted everything else to line up with that. And so in other words, that's the, that's the, prim line. That's the plumb line that everything else needs to measure up to. He was full in faith. He was full in commitment. He was full in sacrificing and teaching and giving out in obedience to authority because he was following the leadership of who he was as an apostle. So therefore, everything was in check. Everything was in alignment with the word of God. So that's what a prosperous soul means to me, that you are committed to the things of God. You love those that God has given rule over you to teach you the principles of kingdom. And so therefore you're walking as an example to those who are following you. Mm. So if we cannot be examples by following the leadership, how can we expect others to mock the perfect man and behold the upright when there's none to behold? Oh my, oh my, praise God. Awesome. Pastor Julian, what are your thoughts about the prosperous soul? Well, I think to have a prosperous soul, three things. Number one, you got to focus in the word of God. And what is the word of God? It is the truth of God. Yes. And John 14 and 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. So we have to live a life of truth. And I, number two, I would say time in prayer. Mm. Uh, time in prayer, prop, uh, it prospers the soul. Spending time with God, spending time in his presence, learning his voice because when you spend time in the presence of God that's when you build your faith when you have that intimate communication that intimate relationship with God and I say number three love God more than you love stuff and I think we're living in a time where people focus more on their career focus more on materialistic things and not more on God and I think God wants us to get back to focusing on him mm, and one of my favorite scriptures is Matthew 6 and 33 Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. So um, I think those are three things we got to do yeah, to yeah. prosper the soul. Amen. Yeah. yeah, amen, amen. You know, when you talk about seeking 
the kingdom of God first, seeking him, his will, his ways. It sounds easy to do, but for many people it's not. Why do you think it's, it's a little difficult for people? Well, I think when it says seek ye first the kingdom of heaven is righteous, we got to pick God back in his place. We got to make God the, the priority of our lives. Yes. And so many times if we, not, if we were to be honest, God's not first in our lives. Ooh, you, come on. So when we make God first, as God is our provider, he take care of the rest. And so I think as a church, we've got to get back to the place where we pray earnestly. I remember growing up, my mother would just walk through the house just praying, just praying over us, praying over our school, you know, our day in school and things of that nature. And so I think sometimes people understand that that scripture is, 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 um, is for us to maximize our full potential and dominion in Christ. Oh my God. You said a mouthful right there. And, and let's start with that priority. Making God priority making him first place. Mm -hmm. That is not happening often. It's not. I remember, you know, oftentimes when we get saved, we're excited. We're on fire for the Lord. We want everything God. Everything. Right? Everything. And then somewhere, somehow things get watered down. And we lose our drive. We lose that fire in some cases. You know, life happens. We right. deal with issues that can um, hinder our focus. But then some people get saved and their main focus is, I'm saved now. I'm not going to hell anymore. I'm good. And there really is no focus on God or the things of God after that. Mm -hmm. And so we have these two dynamics here, and, and, and the end result, though, is that we lose focus on priority, which is God. When we're talking about a prosperous soul, we're talking about a prosperous mind, will, and emotions. Yes. We're talking about a prosperous mindset that is God-focused, kingdom-minded. Mm -hmm. We're talking about emotions and feelings that we submit to God, allow him to minister to us without allowing our emotions and our feelings overtaking us to the point of sin sometimes. We're talking about our decision making. We're talking about the actions that we take, right? We're talking right. about right. our worldview right. when we're talking about a prosperous soul. Mm -hmm. Now, there are many reasons why our soul does not prosper, and one of those reasons is, is basically the teaching that we receive. Mm -hmm. That's right. We are not receiving the fullness of teaching, first of all. That is so true. I do not believe that we are receiving the fullness of teaching because I, don't not, I do not believe that one man can give us the fullness of teaching. Right. It is our responsibility to receive the teaching of our leadership, mm -hmm. but also our responsibility to get into the word ourselves. Seek. That's right. That is Seek the scriptures. Mm -hmm. Seek the word of God. Our responsibility, as you have said, to pray. Mm -hmm. Not just pray to ask, to beg, but pray to understand. Pray to say, Lord, 
have your way in me. Show me, teach me, instruct me. That goes back to humility as well. That's right. Submitting yeah. ourselves true, to God. True. And Lisa, all of that is so true. And as I was meditating on the word this morning about a prosperous soul, I thought about what Paul spoke to the Colossian church in the third chapter. It says, if ye then be risen with Christ. So since then you're saved and you're good. Now seek those things that are above. Yeah. So if you want to prosper, you got to come up higher than I'm just saved and I'm all good. If you want to come up higher, you got to find out what is it to seek the kingdom? What is it to have a, a renewed mind? Because we don't know. We, we're saved and that's all we know, I'm saved. But what does it really mean? And so Paul was encouraging them and motivating them to set your affection. And it just does not come by osmosis. That's right. It comes by continuing having that mind frame, that mind renew, that mind, soul, and body. What is connected in the spirit realm? We know that we're connected in the natural. Right. We're connected to those that we are common with, those that we're familiar with, those things that we're, we're used to. Mm -hmm. So now we have to get used to another relationship. We have to get used to another kingdom. We right. have to get used to something else that's pulling us to change our way of thinking, our way of talking, our way of position, our way of trusting. Right. And so therefore we have to seek his kingdom, seek his will, seek his heart. What is his heart saying about me? Because he said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. So the only way to know what someone is thinking about, we got to talk to them. Good. We have to spend time with them. We have to know their heart. We can assume all day long. We can think that we have the, the gift to think what people are thinking, to right. assume, but we have to know the mind of God and his will for us by setting our affection, putting it in a higher place mm -hmm. so that we can have that download. When we put it there, when we set it there, God will meet us. Yes, Hallelujah. He, he will Amen. meet us yes, he will. right where we are to take us where we desire to be and Come where on, he Pastor. longs. For us to be. Hallelujah. On, we want to come up higher. Yeah, we do. So set your affections and watch God yes. filter down everything that we need. Line upon line. Precept, precept upon precept. Upon precept. precept. Right. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hallelujah. Glory I'm Hallelujah. I'm reminded of Matthew's um, chapter 5, the Beatitudes. Yes. Jesus is having a seminar with his disciples. Yes. And he tells them, Matthew 5 and 6, that they did hunger and thirst after his righteousness shall be filled. And when we hunger and thirst for God, that's when he begins to prosper our soul. When our soul prosper, it is us having a relationship with God. And, and it's important that we learn how to prosper our soul because that's a part of you that only God can satisfy. Mm -hmm. No amount of money, no prestige, no degree, that's a part of you through that relationship with God that only he can satisfy. Yes. And that's yes. why you see even in the church there's depression, there is the rapid rates mm -hmm. of divorce, um, a lot of things going on because we're focused more on prospering in the natural instead of prospering in the spiritual. And you're right, you don't hear a lot of teaching on your soul prospering. And I think we got to get back to that, our soul prospering. Yeah, um, I hear righteousness. I hear <clears throat> righteousness coming from you. 
the kingdom of God is righteousness, right. peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Yes. I hear righteousness come, coming from you to thirst and hunger yes. after yes. righteousness. Yes. And when we're thinking about righteousness, we're thinking about right standing with God, yes. being in right standing with his word, with his will, with his ways, being in right standing with truth. And so that means we have to commit ourselves yes. to a lifestyle of choices lifestyle. that are not sinful, mm -hmm. that are not darkness. Yes. You know, <clears throat> the word of God says that we are to cast off darkness yes. and put on the armor of light. Right the light of truth, the light of love, the light of the word. I, I'm reminded here in Galatians 5, 22 and 24, I'm looking at the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness. The fruit of the spirit is goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, yes. self-control. Yes. Against such there is no law. When we're talking about righteousness, we're talking about the fruit of spirit that comes from the anointing of God, My the God. spirit of God that is within us, right? Yes. But oftentimes we are not bearing forth this fruit. Yes. And so that tells me that we are honoring something other than God, something yes. other than his word, something other than his will. We are allowing our ways, That's our right. ways, yes. our ways. We are allowing the external cultural yeah. norms, Glory traditions. God. Yes, God. We are allowing so much to penetrate mm -hmm. us. You know, God came to deliver and set the captive free. That's right. We are no longer captive. We are no longer the same. However, we are still living lifestyles as if we have not been saved. That's right. And that is not the will of God. David said in Psalms 27 and 4, One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after. Like his son Solomon, he didn't seek after riches. He didn't seek after fame or fortune. He could have. But he said, Lord, give me wisdom. Wisdom to lead your people in the way of truth according to your standard, that they may be accountable. There is no accountability today. There is a lack of commitment because of lack of accountability. Nobody has given them that plumb line. Nobody has given them that standard. Nobody has given them that mark that they need to come up to. Yes. So they're living life haphazardly. They're living life, whatever feels good, will do it. But there is no talk about crucifying, mortifying the deeds of the flesh. Hold on right there. <laughs> <laughs> because as you were explaining that, as you were making that statement, that didn't sound like a Christian, did it? Right. That didn't sound like a believer. That sounded like the world. As you were saying that, I'm like, okay, that's the world. That's the world. But we're here talking about believers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Talking about saints of the Most High God. Yes. Most High. Mm -hmm. We're struggling. Yes. We're struggling. Yes. And I think one of the reasons why we're struggling, because the Bible says in Philippians 2 and 5, let this mind be in you that's in Christ Jesus. And we have to have the mind of mm -hmm. Christ. 
And you talk about the fruits of the spirit, yeah. love, peace, happiness, joy, meekness, temperance. Um, when you have the mind of Christ, you will possess the character, the attributes of Christ. And so I think that's what's one of the problems. We, we don't have the mind of Christ. His, his, when we have the mind of Christ, we operate in dominion, yes. in authority. And when the Bible speaks about that, it is saying to us to tap into the deity who Christ is. Yes. The Bible also says that we have heavenly blessings in Christ Jesus. And so I think once we get to that place where daily, um, I think it's um, Psalms 1 and 2, that he delight in the law of the Lord. And in that law does he meditate mm -hmm. day and night. Yes. And that's the direction. A good man's steps are ordered by the Lord. Yes. So one way to prosper your soul is by meditating in his word yes. day and night. So it's the word of God that instructs us. It's the word of God that gives us authority. John 5, 15 and 7, uh, John 15 and 7, that if you abide in me and abide in my word, whatever you ask, it shall be done. So we have the authority to live a spirit-filled life, mm -hmm. prosper our soul through the word of God. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes. The word is what's going to transform our That's minds. It. It's what's going to transform our hearts. The Spirit of God has transformed. Our, we have a new spirit. Yes. Amen. But we got to work on the rest of it. <laughs> got to work on the rest of it. We got to work on the rest of it. When I look at Galatians 5, 19 through 21, it says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in the past, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now we have a problem here. Yes. Because we have saints, we have believers who are doing these things. Yes who are committing these sins. Mm -hmm. And so now we got a problem. There is a problem. Mm -hmm. There's a problem. Mm -hmm. There's a problem of strongholds. There's a problem of habitual sin. Mm -hmm. There's a problem of demonic influence. That's right. There's a problem of disobedience, which all comes down to a problem of sin. sin. That's right. The and the problem. sin mm -hmm. has to be dealt with. It has to be. So in order for our <laughs> souls to prosper, we got to deal with our junk. That's right. We got to deal with our sin. We have to repent. We have to turn from our wicked ways. Right. But again, it goes back to God always. He never leaves himself without a witness. That's right. He never has and never will leave himself without a witness. As Abraham asked the question, if you find just one, will you destroy? And God said, go look for him. Let me know he's there, and I will not destroy. So God has a people. There is a remnant. Amen. Amen. There is a remnant that refuses to bow to Baal. They refuse to eat the king's meat. They refuse to do all of these things that the world is doing. Because, again, the Bible tells us, again, in 2 Timothy, that gain is not godliness, but godliness with contentment is great gain. Mm -hmm. And those that are following after richness, they will fall into their own pit of destruction because they feel that this is the standard to live by. See me, see my stuff. 
but we want to see Christ yes. in you and him crucified. Right. Hallelujah. Paul said, the life that I live, I live now by the faith of the Son of God. I live this life. I'm not in this thing for show. I'm not in it for fame or for fortune. If it comes, so be it. Hallelujah. But that's not my goal. That's not my drive. That's not my motive operandi. I'm here to be a light. I'm here to be an example. I'm yes. here to be the mouthpiece and the extended hand of God to snatch souls out of the fire as brands out of the burning, to let them know that there is an eternal end. And what you do now determines your destination. Letting the people know that once you're done, it's not over. Right. You, you're not just going to walk up and stumble up in heaven and say, oops, <laughs> <laughs> where am I? No, you got a plan. Right. Heaven is a prepared place for a prepared people. Come on now. And we are preparing ourselves daily yes. by walking in the spirit and not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. And if by chance we fail, we have an advocate with the, with Father, the Father. And his name is Jesus Christ. And he's not winking at our sin. No, he's not. He's not saying, I know you couldn't help it. But he took nails in his hands. Come on, Pastor. He took a piercing in his side. He took a thorn of crowns on his head so that we don't have to excuse ourselves That's day right. by day. You are without excuse. He paid the price. Hallelujah. And the word tells us Hallelujah. to go to the throne of grace boldly. 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 Hallelujah. We have no excuse Hallelujah. to remain in bondage to my sin. My God, my God, right. my God. We yeah. have the authority of Christ. Yes. Right. We have the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Why are we in bondage to sin? Why? Because we choose to you be. Choose right. And I also be. believe, woman God, you said something earlier that when people first gave their lives to Christ, they was on fire for God. Yes. But we have to go back to why were they on fire for God and how did they lose that fire? You know, you prayed more. You were so excited about being in his presence. You read your Bible all the time. On your break, you would read your Bible. Before you went to bed, you would read your Bible. Um, you would find different spiritual books. And somewhere along the line, we got complacent. Yes. And when you get complacent, your mind is not renewed daily. Mm -hmm. Your spirit is not prospering. Mm -hmm. That's when you start having sinful thoughts. That's when you start getting going back to the person that you used to be. Because now that strong man, uh, that man of the flesh is stronger than the man of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think that's a place in God. Even when, because um, there's somebody may be watching this and they got off track. You know, they realize they're not on fire like yeah, they yeah. used to be. You know, they potentially dating a person they wouldn't normally date mm -hmm. right. or don't have the standards that they once had. And Speak that's, to them. Speak to them. And that's because yeah, yeah. you don't pray like you used Hallelujah. to. You don't fast like you used to. But get back to that place where you used to wake up early in the morning My and God. just pray to God. And just that was your focus, just having that communication, that intimate time with God. Because that's a place in God that you won't have desire to sin. Mm -hmm. you, want, you, want a, you want his will. And really when we talk about your soul prospering, you will get to a place of contentment yeah. where you don't yeah. want none yeah. but Heard God. Yeah. You just yeah. want Jesus. more of God. Because yeah. the truth of the matter, no man, no woman, no drug, no amount of money can do you like God. That's right. And so that's how our soul prosper when we get back to mm -hmm. focusing on the word of God, mm -hmm. when we get back to praying and getting in the presence of God, because when we pray, we're exercising our faith mm -hmm. in God. That's right. And we're giving God permission to get in our situation. Yes. So anybody just watching this, if you feel bound, if you've been overtaken by sin, you can repent, turn mm -hmm. from your ways and get back to that place in God and watch God change your life. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. 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 
and, and that's the mm -hmm. whole point yes, of God. this episode, is to be able to look at what a prosperous soul looks like, mm -hmm. what it doesn't look yes. like, yes. and what we can do yes. to help our soul prosper. Yes. God came that, that, that we may have life yes. and to have it more abundantly. Yes. Yes. We all have moments of weakness. Yes, we yes. we have, all have moments of struggle. Yes. We don't always Jesus. feel like champions in mm. the faith. We don't always feel like no. that and we don't always act like that. No. Right. But when you know who you are in Christ, yes. when you know you have a, lovingly, a loving father who will have mercy on you, he will show grace, mm. but he expects you mm -hmm. to walk in righteousness. Yes. You must repent. Yes. You must get in his word, get into relationship with him mm -hmm. so that your soul can prosper. Mm. Oh my gosh. Mm. Powerful. Lisa, Amazing. let me say this one yes. thing. I feel that there is there is a slackness. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. we have when we play tug of war, mm -hmm. sometimes the opponent, they give in and there's mm -hmm. a, a slackness. But I tell you, God is saying just hew to the line and allow that tension to be in that line so yes. that connection can be clear so that you can feel the strength of God in you once before, you can get your bounce yeah. back. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. You can get your yeah. mm back. Hallelujah. You can get the glide in your stride yes. and move on to that place yeah. of firmness and soundness of mind and spirit. We serve a mighty God. Yes. Amen. We serve a loving God. We mm. serve a kind God. Yes. A merciful God. A God who wants good for us. That's right. That's a God right. who wants us to succeed in this life. Yes, he does. A God who wants us to be the overcomers. That's right. That he has called us to be. Yes. He does not want us to flail around in our lives with 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 sin and bondage and you know issues, depression. The devil is a liar. That's he right. is a liar. And he, he is an accuser of the brethren. Yes. That's right. And we are fighting a spiritual battle. Yes. That's right. But we have the, the spirit of the Alpha and the Omega, right. the beginning and the end dwelling in us. Yes. And he wants your soul to prosper. Yes, he does. And I pray that this episode has been a blessing to you. If you have not received Jesus as your Lord Hallelujah. and Savior, I pray that you do so now. Yes, God. Amen. It's a quick prayer of repentance yes, God. and asking Jesus to come into your heart. Do that. Do that today. Yes, Do that now. Jesus Ask name. Jesus to come into your heart. Yes, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Have a blessed day. Amen. Bye-bye. Join Lisa each week for faith-filled, spirit-led messages and interviews that will empower you to live your best life, spirit, soul, and body.